This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Nixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is January 27th, 2022. So I wanted to spend a few minutes with you today talking about TV search. I know this doesn't sound like a very important topic, but you know, it really is. And if you stick around to listen, I'm going to show you some data, which is pretty incredible and really proves that integrating with the search functions on the different TV platforms is totally worth it for any service provider. Uh, So anyway, this, this stems from a free webinar I did today with Steve Hansberger, who is the CEO and founder of a company called USAND Universal Search and Discovery. He's the CEO of that company. And this was in association with OTTX. Uh, And actually what I'll do, I'll include a link to that webinar and there'll be a ton more information in that webinar that I did with Steve today. Uh, So you might wanna check that out if this is a topic that you are really interested in. So the objective there was to talk about a couple of things. One was, to talk about the state of search today and contrast it with back in 2016. And the other thing was to look at how powerful search functions on platforms are in in helping services be found. So that was was the objective today and we covered a lot of ground. So I'm gonna start off, what I wanna do is I want to compare the state of TV service back in 2016 with where we are today. And the reason I want to do that is actually in 2016, I wrote a piece uh, discussing this very issue. Uh, And it really, I think it highlights some of the problems of the industry and how we are still not really getting to grips with those. But first, we need to do a couple of derivations. I talk a lot about universal TV search in this podcast. Uh, So what is it? It's the ability to search all existing TV services, including subscribed and unsubscribed services. It should search across all SVOD, AVOD, FAST, TVOD, PVOD, and uh, other TV services that are available. And it should also only search within all services with content available within your particular region. Uh, And finally, the results that it displays should be neutral and clearly understood in the way it derives those recommendations without favoring one service or content over another. So that's universal TV search. I also talk a lot about platform TV search, and these are the searches that are built into TV platforms like Roku, Fire TV, and Apple TV, and Samsung Tyson, and they really only search a set of services that are available on that platform. It may not be all the services on that platform, and it probably isn't all the services on the platform, but it only searches content that's available within the services that have integrated with that platform search and that are available on that platform. So actually, let's talk about what was going on in 2016. So at that time, uh, cable, satellite, telco TV penetration, traditional TV penetration was 83%, pretty deep. Most of us still had it. SVOD penetration, much lower than it is today. It was 59%. But more importantly, the number of homes with more than, with one Uh, with more than one of the top three SVOD services, which at the time was Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and Hulu, 
that was only 28%. Most people, if they had of those 59%, only had one of those services. And in fact, the average number of TV services that folks had was less than less than two. Um, for most people, it was pay TV and maybe one of the SVOD services. And at that time, frustration with finding something to watch was pretty high. 66% said that they sometimes or always got frustrated finding something to watch. So even though uh, even though they weren't using many services, it was still pretty tough for people to find. Now, why was it tough? Well, I mentioned SVOD, but people were also using TV Everywhere apps like HBO Go at that time. They don't use them so much now, but they were certainly being used at that time. Uh, so they had to navigate those, and it was actually pretty difficult finding content inside of their pay TV systems. In fact, many pay TV systems at that time didn't even have a unified search function. So that's why I think people were struggling. And uh, it was a very frictionful and time consuming process for uh, for consumers. And looking forward from that point, it was very clear to me that it was only going to get more complicated as more services were introduced. And what I suggested back in 2016 was we really needed some sort of open source universal search standard for television, uh, which would be far more comprehensive and neutral and give and just tell consumers the best place or the places to find the content that I was looking for. Now, at that time, I didn't think there was much chance that it was going to happen. All of the TV platforms like Roku and Fire TV and Apple TV and Samsung Tizen, they all saw advantage from having a different set of content available on their devices and were advertising those to consumers. So there really wasn't much incentive for them to work with anybody anybody else on some sort of open standard for this. And it made it very difficult for providers because they had to integrate with so many different platforms. Okay, so let's fast forward now to today. What's the situation like today? Well, uh, traditional pay TV penetration, it was 83% back in 2016. It has gone down a lot. Now only 56% of, of homes have traditional pay television. Uh, SVOD has gone up a lot. Penetration has increased from 59% to 80%. And what's more, the number of homes with one or more services has exploded from 28% to 58%. So the majority of the homes with SVOD actually now has more than one SVOD services. In fact, TiVo tells us that the number of total TV services, that's all of the ones, AVOD, SVOD, PVOD, TVOD, FAST, we're using nine of these things now when we include pay TV as well. So the truth is that things have gotten a lot more complicated for consumers and platform search does help. The platform providers have expanded the number of services that they cover with their search a lot. Uh, but I've got to tell you, they do not cover everything. And we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, and I, the way they display results is, is confusing. As I said, it's incomplete. It doesn't cover all the services that could be covered. 
and it's biased. They're biasing their, their results towards their services. And the quest for an uh, open universal search standard, well, I gotta tell you, we're no nearer. And in fact, I might even say that we work further away, even though we need it, need it even more. Um, what we really need is to know where all of that content is in all of the services that are available and be told in a neutral way. And we have nothing like that today. The truth is that the business friction realities have intensified between the platforms. Uh, Roku and Fire TV are locked in a head-to-head battle for market share in the US with their streaming media players. And there really doesn't seem to be any advantage to somebody like Samsung uh, cooperating with LG when the two of them are similarly locked in battles over over their their devices and things like um, their fast services, their built-in fast services. So the business, business reality is there is no reason for people to work together. So we are no closer to this universal uh, TV search standard that I talked about in 2016. Now that said, search is powerful. It is still working uh, and, and it is giving a lot more results for consumers. So it was a bit odd to me that when I looked at data for the number of people that were frustrated in finding something to watch. It is practically identical. 65% of people said that they were sometimes or always frustrated in finding something to watch on TV. Uh, So there, that's the difference between, that's how things have changed between 2016 and today. Um, A big difference in the mix of services that we're using but no difference in the frustration level so i think one of the things that you really should take away from this though is that it is very very important for you to integrate with these platform searches unfortunately because they aren't unified you have to integrate with each one separately uh, and that's a pain but that is in fact what you send universal search and discovery helps companies fix they help them get integrated quickly with with all of the different tv platforms so one of the things that steve talked about was the impact that getting integrated into those platforms could make and he talked about a case study the company did with a with a service called shout factory tv this is an avod and fast service uh, they have um it's it's uh, they have a bunch of a mix of tv and movie and entertainment uh, and they were already on roku but they hadn't integrated with roku's uh, roku's platform search so they undertook uh, usand and shout T- shout factory tv working with Shout Factory's platform provider, Zype, uh, they worked together on this project to test out the impact of being included in the search. Uh, so what USAN did was they, uh, the objective of the project was to create and onboard a universal search metadata feed meeting Roku's data specs and go live for testing. They were gonna automatically pull app metadata from Zype's CMS API. They were going to enhance enhance and fix the data to match Roku's title registry, create deep links for movie and TV episodes that conform to Roku's specs, 
to launch the app and track performance of key KPIs uh, over 90 days, uh, you know, looking at search clicks, new app installs, unique users. So I want to bring you the results and it's pretty amazing. What Steve says is that over that period, over that 90 days, there was a 51% increase in daily views of Shout Factory TV content, 59% increase in daily visitors to the app, 18% increase in streaming minutes, and a whopping 504% increase in net app installs. So I think you can see just how powerful just being included in the Roku search was. That suddenly, what that turned Shout Factory TV content in, it, it went from being invisible to most people to totally visible and searchable and most importantly, watchable. That, I think, is a great illustration of the power of platform search. And my goodness, is this ever important. There are still quite a lot of services available on Roku that are not included in the search. And and this is a crying shame because the services have great content and should be watched. One of my favorite favorites is a new service called Curia. Curia has a lot of very interesting content. What they're really doing is they look for movies that are made by famous directors and producers um, that they made before they really hit it big and they bring you those movies. And they also bring you seasons of, of, of different movies by different directors and actors, etc. So it's a really great service. If you're a film buff, you should totally check this out. I think you'll love it. But it too is not included in the Roku Unified Search. And boy, does this have an impact. I checked on a movie that is available in Curia called Nobody Knows. And when I, when I did a search on Roku... Roku told me it was available in three serv- three services. It said IFC Films Unlimited had it, AMC Plus had it, and you could rent it from Apple TV for $3.99. Let me tell you, Curia is way cheaper than either IFC Films Unlimited or AMC Plus. Uh, IFC Films is $5.99 and AMC is $8.99 a month, but Curia is only $3.99 a month. It is the same price as renting just that one movie. So if you're a movie buff, you can get a month with Curia for the same price as renting just one movie. Just that one movie, nobody knows. So it is a tremendous marketing tool for new services and for any service that hasn't already integrated with a particular platform. But I want to caveat this. All the platforms are not equal. So Roku, I think, is one of the most uh, neutral or independent, not totally neutral, but it is definitely one of the most neutral of all of the platforms out there. When you do a search for a movie, you get more choices back from Roku than either from Prime Video or Google TV. I tried this with a movie called Mystic Pizza, which is also available inside of Curia this month, um, if you're interested. And Roku, oh my goodness, Roku gave me back six, seven, eight different choices, including free and uh, paid choices. 
And Google TV, well, Google only gave me four different choices. So that's not very many when you bear in mind that the, most of the services that were available on Roku that had it are also available on Google TV. Prime Video was not much better. It gave me an initial screen that only gave me four choices. Uh, now, I could dig in for more purchase options, but the truth is that most people won't take that time. They'll just, they'll just go with that first, that first screen and pick one. So what does this mean? It means that when you do searches, when a consumer does a search, the platform really guides the, guides the service that they're going to use to watch. And of course, most of them are steering people towards their services. For example, Google TV, it provides rental options only from Google TV uh, and not from anybody else. So uh, that, that's, that's a, a big problem. And what that means is when you integrate with the global search on those platforms, you probably, well, you may not see as good a performance as Steve talked about with Roku and with Shout Factory TV. Uh, that said, it is almost certainly still worth doing, particularly if you have unique content that isn't available anywhere else. So that's that was the gist of the discussion today in the OTTX webinar with uh, Steve Hansberger and myself. I strongly recommend that you take a listen to that. The full hour contained a ton of useful information. If you want to know how to actually go about doing this, the Steve talks about his process, how, process, how USAND actually goes about doing this. Uh, and well worth your time if that's of a concern to you. So uh, also come to just come to the website and you can get you can find the link to that video at my website. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the newsletter? Uh, you can get that free and it's available daily or weekly or both if that's that's your particular preference. This has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media and I'll talk to you next time.